All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Uh, thanks for being patient with us and jumping on. I'm just a couple minutes late, but we're rolling now. Uh, I had a little special music queued up for the for the waiting screen, but I didn't quite uh, didn't quite pull it off right. So I'm gonna try to get that thing queued up before we go. Special little treat uh, that I think everybody will get a kick out of at the end of the day here. But uh, thank y'all for jumping on here with us. We are proud to welcome. I guess about a month late, but we're pl- proud to welcome uh, Jacob Muller, the Lone Star. Kayak Classic winner down there in Texas. It's quickly become like the legendary tournament uh, west of the Mississippi there. A lot of talk about it. A lot of folks, uh, you know, hearing about it through the different pages around the country. But glad to get you on here, man. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. Oh, yeah, we're doing good. You hear us okay? I'm doing all right. All right, well, Okay. Well, hey, before before we get going, I, we want to talk about the tournament day itself. But like I said, that tournament has kind of garnered legendary status around the country. We've talked about it on KBN Live before. We had Duke and Dan on a year or two ago talking about it. Um, tell us a little bit about that event. I mean, it's a championship for Texas, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of a celebration at the end of the year. So, yeah, just tell us a little bit about the event before we, we talk about the tournament day itself. It really is. Man, what, what, a, what a great event. Um, I, I'm blessed to come from this state where we have a lot of really great grassroots trails. Um, but man, uh, I don't think I've fished another tournament that has the great camaraderie and, and, and great, you know, great people. Um, Duke does a great job putting that event on. Um, and, uh, man, I've done it for the last two years and uh, it's been, it's been a ton of fun. It really has been. Well, I mean, it's full of hammers. This year, I think it had, if if I understand it right, there was over 150 anglers in that thing, right? It was a huge field. Yes, sir. I believe it was 109, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty pretty good size one. Um, it, was, it was good that they let us spread out the way that, that they let us spread out uh, between Buchanan and Inks and, and LBJ. Uh, I really like that. Um, it uh, coincides with uh, social distancing well, and and it just allows you know the anglers to spread out, and uh, I, I love that personally. Yeah, I mean the the throwdown. I I, I think the, to get in it, you just have to fish one tournament in Texas, and I've been I've always fished at least once. I've been threatening to come to it for a few years. It sounds like the kind of tournament Ryan needs to come to. What do you think, Ryan? I mean, I'm down. I I I'd love to come fish. I think, it, I think it sounds like a pretty good time. Seems like as much of a social function as a fishing tournament, so that's right up my mm-hmm. alley. Yeah, you probably have the advantage coming coming in after a late night on yeah. Friday, something like that. <laughs> it's it's really the best of both worlds. I mean, it's it's a uh, you know uh, a serious tournament, um, you know, with, with a lot of really good anglers, and it's it's a really really good. Uh, how do I say? just uh, uh it's got it's got a, a lot of camaraderie just uh, everybody comes together and has a really good time um so i mean it's just it's the best of both worlds I, i've fished a lot of kayak tournaments and uh they've all been really good but this one definitely tops them as far as that um oh just that experience for the angler no doubt 
Was this the one, Jeff, that was like on the weekend of the national championship? Yeah, it kind of went down the same weekends as okay. several of our state championships, I think. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I remembered Scotch like leaving Gunnersville and driving straight through to, to get back home to fish that tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I don't think uh, the day went as planned for him, so he went back to head to the throwdown. It's a good way to heal your wounds. <laughs> Absolutely. Get over there and drown drown in the uh western sun you guys get a lot of support for that thing i mean there are tons of sponsors uh food drinks any anything you want right absolutely i've never had food like that at a kayak tournament i mean <laughs> both years i mean they, they definitely showed out and uh, you could you could go back for as as, as many seconds as you want it was uh, a really they cater really- it or do they have uh do they have different vendors come in or how do they do it I think they do a form of catering. There was one uh, particular uh, team of you know people putting the food together. Gotcha. Katie's dropping the links for us. Of course, it was October 10th, she said. Um, and I don't know if it's, it's probably around that time every year. So who knows? If we can ever get off the same date as our state championship, it's a no-brainer to drive, drive to wherever it's going to be because uh, it's not that far from me. Now, how, how does it go for next year, picking the location? Is it the winning team or the winning angler who picks the location? That's right. That's right. The, the winning division, you know, the, the, the winning region uh, is allowed to decide uh, where it'll be next year. And uh, so we, we've definitely done a lot of brainstorming. Um, but we do have to keep in mind, you know, where we can actually, you know, have the tournament uh, as far as, you know, accommodations uh, with, you know, people staying uh hotels uh you know and, and venues stuff like that and we have a lot of the covid you know stuff that we've got to kind of abide by um so that's why we're gonna have to do some uh, some strategizing when it gets closer uh to see what's uh actually really available not just what where we want to go i don't think you'll have to worry about it this time next year we'll <laughs> we'll be over we'll be over the covid bug by then hopefully absolutely i mean it, Hopefully that is the case. Uh, Patrick Malone Patrick said Malone. it's always Columbus, Columbus Day weekend. It's always yeah. Columbus Day weekend. Always. Keep Day that weekend. in mind. Nobody's uh, schedule. It makes it easy. It makes it good for travel, too. You can recover for a few days before you head back. Mm-hmm. So so tell us a little bit about the tournament day itself, man. Can you remember the details? I know it's been a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, started out throwing a glide bait uh, around docks. In fact, it's this bait right here made by bait sanity it's called an antidote glide and uh it's 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 a really great glide bait in my opinion um doesn't break the bank it's only 25 bucks uh comes in a bunch of colors it's not super big and you know super heavy you can you don't have to have you know a a, a ton of uh dedicated swim bait gear to to really throw it i mean you do need a bigger rod it is about two ounces but uh anyway started throwing this guy and Caught uh, caught one pretty early in, in, in the tournament in the morning, um, and uh, started started off like that. And uh, once the sun fully came up, I just uh, started skipping docks with a finesse swim bait, and I caught the majority of my limit uh, throughout the day doing that. And then uh, we had quite a bit of we, we had a nice pretty day and a, and a lot of boat traffic. A lot of a lot of uh, pleasure boaters got out there in the middle of the day and created a lot of chop and a lot of you know uh just rough water crashing into the docks and it kind of kind of changed that 
that pattern for me and um i uh i decided gosh this was around 130 that's right that's right i'm jogging my memory here i i had broke off a really big fish around one o'clock um and i did already have five but my limit wasn't very very big and i broke off a pretty good sized fish and um skipping those docks and just immediately retied and and tried to just keep keep my mind focused i knew how important that fish could have been and uh i just kept grinding and then um with all that going on with the the commotion i moved out i found an old brush pile that uh, i fished in the past that's been good to me and uh we had about an hour to go somewhere in there in the tournament and uh just slid off on that brush pile with a drop shot and uh caught one i think it was 18 and three quarters something like that basically right at the end and uh and that was it it was good enough for 94 and change and uh, that's that's pretty much in a, in a nutshell how it went we lost ryan there i don't know what happened hopefully he jumps back in uh, yeah but that, that kind of speaks that you said you were throwing that big glide bait to start with and mm -hmm. then ended up finishing with a drop shot real finessey so mm -hmm. you know that goes to show how versatile you had to be that day huh absolutely just adjusting you know with with the weather and and the people you know i knew that that i i, I was choosing a lake that that could happen on um you know and kind of change change your pattern you know you just it just got so rough you just couldn't keep running that same pattern it's just hard to hard to skip baits you know in really choppy water um especially if the docks don't give you a lot of clearance and so um yeah just just knew that i needed us to, to, to slide out especially with it being you know real bright you know just just a little too rough so moved out and and uh, had to rely on the old drop shot yeah, it kind, of, it kind of reminds me of what happened to Ryan. He was catching them on spinner baits and jackhammers, and ended up with a Ned rig up there on the right. uh, on the river. Right? You, you, mm -hmm. you have to you have to adjust on the fly. Mm -hmm. Ryan, we got you back, man. I don't know what happened there. And on that on that drop shot fish to end it, I had to soak that bait, and I just had a gut feeling. Even I mean, on the first cast, it uh, made a cast and. And just knew you know uh, or felt like i knew <laughs> just let it sit don't don't move it let it sit i let it get down in there and i just i just yo-yoed it up once and i let it come back down and yo-yoed it again with a little more speed and let it let it fall and i just that's it and that's all it took for that fish to bite um but but that bait had sat there for 45 seconds or so before i touched it at all you know so it's kind of a weird little deal we fish a lot of you know lakes central texas that are quite pressured um and i just had a feeling you know just just leave it alone just let it sit and uh so kind of similar i guess to like that ned rig you know just real finesse right in their face and uh, it worked out Ryan, you with us, buddy? Where I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to be. I keep I keep losing you on the audio, so I've refreshed a couple times. You're popping I, in I, and out here like a ninja. Well, I can hear Jacob, but I, I lose you, and I don't know if that's just because you know my own my own doing. 
but yeah. I don't, I don't know Very why strange. I keep cutting you out, Jeff. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right, bad. Man. I'm sorry. My feelings can take it. I'll be all right. So we, we were talking about the, the, the tournament as we weaved you in and out of the connection, Ryan, but he, he, he kind of finished, finished the tournament up catching his final uh, good fish with a drop shot after catch, catching him on that big swim bait early. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've caught, listen, I've caught his whole story. I just can't hear okay. anything. You can't hear so. me. All right. Well, yeah. That's so good. With Jacob. Yeah. Carry on. Good, All right. Cl Clifton Allen, he threw in there, Texas strong. What do you know about Clifton Allen, Jacob? Familiar with Clifton? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I hear his name a ton on, on your podcast, and I know I, I see his name on Facebook a lot, but I, I personally don't know him. I, I'm not sure if we've met before. I'm, I'm drawing a blank beyond just, just seeing, you know, his name. That's the people's champion, if you didn't know. That's what, that's what they say. All right, maybe that's just what he says. I'm not sure. <laughs> the people say that, I'm pretty sure. All yeah. the people. <laughs> We love you, Clifton. We love, the, the, you know, he brings a special flavor to KBN, to the group. So I got spicy. All right. Spicy. Yeah. Uh, see, I did a little research before we came on, Ryan, and, you know, this wasn't uh, – Jacob here is not a one-trick pony just winning the throwdown. He's the Cats AOY. Oh. Came runner-up to the Cats Classic. Um, so, Jacob, tell us a little bit about your season down there with Cats, man. Everybody that not from Texas may not be familiar with that, but that's as, about as an elite series as you can find anywhere in the country, right? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Um, gosh, I, I was born into a family that, that I had tournament anglers for parents. And, uh, so I, I grew up around tournament bass fishing and obviously for a lot of us, you know, school and sports were the, the primary deal growing up. So fishing was just a recreational, you know, pastime. Um, but, uh, in, Let's see, gosh, 2014, 2013, I, I had a bodybuilding injury and I needed to kind of rehabilitate that and, and get out of the gym, take a little break for a little while. And I, I started fishing out of my brother's kayak. He was deployed in Afghanistan and, and he left his kayak behind and, and I got out on the water and started playing around and, and thought, man, this is a lot of fun. And started researching kayaks and looking into it. And I, I stumbled on, you know, the awesome canoe and kayak and saw that they had a brand new store uh, coming up in, in, in San Antonio and checked it out and went and, and uh, bought a feel free lure 11 and a half and uh, practiced all of 2015 for the 2016 cat season. And the, the guys that worked at Austin canoe and kayak at the time, Tyler Howell, he's a good buddy of mine. He's probably the first guy that mentioned cats to me back then. And I checked it out online and saw a lot of the YouTube videos and, uh, you know, just stuff on social media and thought it was really cool and uh, decided in 2015 that I was going to practice for a year and get ready for cats uh, in 2016. And in 2016, I competed uh, for the first time in kayak tournament uh, in cats and quickly learned how good of a, a tournament trail it really was, how, how big of a trail it was. I mean, you've got, you know, some of, some of the, the, the heaviest hitters in the kayak world uh, were, were fishing it already um, before me. And, uh, you know, guys like Guillermo and Sanderson, Ryan Herzog, I mean, the, the list, I mean, it goes on and on. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I got bit real bad 
and uh, okay. just just uh, I've, I've competed in every cats tournament since then, and and it's just become an extreme you know addiction hobby, all the above, um, and yeah, cats is just a, a really really great kayak trail, um, and uh, yeah, uh, as as far as uh, this season goes it's just a um how do i say a, a building building from all the other seasons prior um I've, I've been in that top four in aoy since 2017 just trying to trying to get it and uh this year this year worked out worked out really good um i think i had four four top tens this year in the in the regular season uh, for you know in the points race and um, and you know our, our our goal is always you know to to, to win AOY and, and to and to make it to the classic and uh, this year worked out really well um, worked out well you know Texas is a, a unique place because it's got so many trails and so many anglers it does you don't even really have to leave Texas now there's quite a few guys that do leave Texas but you don't have to to compete right. on an elite level. So, you know, how much did you get outside and, and travel around this year in, in 2020? Did you? So I didn't get out of the state, and uh, I've I've yet to get out of the state and bass fish uh, tournament wise. Um, heck, I, I've never bass fish outside of Texas. Period. And so, I'm really excited for 2021. Um, I've I've really I've been paying attention. I've been sitting back taking notes, you know, paying attention to what's going on on that national level these last couple of years. Um, and I'm, I'm really hungry. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I stay close with, with Guillermo and, and, and Joseph and, um, they've got me pumped up for this season. I think it's, it's going to be cool. I've got some pretty big plans to get out of the state and, and be competitive, especially in, in the Hobie series. Yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, Joseph. You know, every time he leaves the state, he finishes the top ten. It seems like, uh, but you know, you got you got him, Guillermo, Matt Scotch, all these guys right. that that have had success nationally. But I'll bet you there's probably a dozen or more guys in Texas that don't do that, don't travel around. That would be a factor. Anybody off the top of your head besides yourself that you can think of that that hasn't really done that? That would be a factor anywhere. Absolutely. Um, gosh, most of my, my closest friends from that San Antonio area uh, that fish cats consistently. Um, I, I can throw some names: Tyler Howe, Abby Slick, Andrew Dixon. Um, gosh, I'm forgetting Eugene Mora, Zach Hester, J.R. Mockerby. Um, absolutely, all those guys. Central wise, I mean Derek Derek Taylor. Derek needs to be doing it. <laughs> Most definitely. He would compete anywhere he went. Um and there's honestly there's I, I'm leaving out a ton of people. There uh, we uh, we could sit here for a while and and list there's a ton of anglers out of Texas that in my opinion can compete on on any level. 
don't know if you saw Clifton's comment. I just threw it on the screen there. He said, these guys think we're chumps because we don't travel all over the country. Clifton always says he's going to travel. He just never shows up. I, 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 Clifton, I think you're a chump because I don't see you anywhere. That's why I think you're a chump. It's not necessarily because you don't, but, I mean, hell, I come to Texas and, and John will meet me. I can go hang out with John, but Clifton Clifton doesn't show up. So that's that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, and DJ said if he stayed in Texas, he'd only fish there too. I get that. I mean, I was gonna say Texas is like California, but that's becoming <laughs> that's becoming that's becoming too much of a reality. I, mean, I just meant in size and the bodies of water that are available and the tight pants. Right. <laughs> what was that? By the way, Ryan. Yeah. 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 So those are the two things. I think Texas probably has tighter pants at the top california has tighter pants at the bottom but i don't know. i got you uh you're loud and clear now by the way ryan i don't know what was going oh, on but we're glad to have you in seven different devices so that's great yeah awesome uh i don't know if you heard what i asked him but i asked basically asked him about all the anglers that don't travel that he could you know that he would name and he name dropped quite a few even though we know the the regulars that get out and cash checks all over the place i swear joseph sanderson he'd just fly in randomly to some place Get the top ten and get the heck out of there. It's he did crazy. Three different uh, Hobie events. That's how you do it. it again in the TFC, like, yeah, he's good, man. Mm-hmm. He's good. That's and how you. Not only is he good, but he's got a lot a good of connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ says Absolutely. Cali has better better herbal products. 100%. I guess that therapeutics. Is that what he's talking about? Maybe a fact. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, if you guys have any questions for Jacob in particular, please fire them off in the comments. I'm trying to get your comments over onto the screen so that everybody can see them. Um, but they're they're coming in hot and hot and quick. Okay, I'll throw Clifton's up there real quick. That's funny. Uh, Jacob, you're talking about throwing them big swim baits. Can you zoom your phone over towards the side there? Give us a little peek at what you got on that on that yeah. counter. Sure. Tell us what you got over there. Y'all can y'all can see them there, but I've just started building my collection uh, i got bit oh six months ago or so and uh i'm addicted <laughs> addicted bad especially to glide baits i love glide bait fishing even though there's not a lot of glide baits right there there's wake baits those rat baits um but um yeah i, I love throwing a depths 250 uh, as far as the big baits go gosh i mean i love the bait sanity explorer carp or explorer glide um, I throw some glide baits by, uh, ABT. They're another company. It's also, uh, I want to give a shout out to Hill Country Swim Baits. They're located here in Texas and they make a really high quality swim bait. Um, they've got their bluegill floaters, probably the, the most popular bait that they have. A lot of people seen it, but it's just a, a real big segmented uh they, they make it in a slow sink and they make it in a floater this one's a floater they make uh pretty nice glide baits kind of like kind of like a piz um so i'm trying to figure out how to hold the bait oh, we can see it fine man that's that's legit yeah. you know we had jordan on here with ryan a couple weeks ago and he talked about the fit he throws when he loses a bullshed what's the most expensive uh, one you've lost so far you know i've been very fortunate and i have only lost one of one of these it's a sneaky pete made by g-rat 
And uh, this one doesn't have a tail in it right now because I, I take them out when they're in the box. But I lost one. I've lost this color on uh, this size. I've replaced it with this one since. But so I'm only down thirty five ninety nine uh, okay. so far. So I haven't had a I haven't had a fit yet. You haven't had one of them hundred hundred fifty dollar jobs no, break off on you. I haven't snapped one off on the cast yet. Fortunately, figures on brain. Right. I know. Uh, I use like a uh, 65 or 80 pound braid to uh, like a, anywhere from 20 to 40 pound, uh, sunline F's it's that, uh, I'm drawing a blank. It's, it's, it's their, their, uh, their leader system. I think it's FC 100, just yeah. a leader material that, that they, they make it. And, uh, it's in pretty small diameters for the, for the pound tests. Um, but use a lot of 30 pound on the bigger baits and like 20, 25 on the smaller cover glides. Um, same with even like this pro rat, I just throw it on like just that big 30 pound. Um, every now and then I'll go straight, like a big, heavy copoly, like a 30 pound max, uh, maxima. Um, I, I'm drawing the blank on the, on the, the name, but, um, but yeah, typically throw throw a little bit heavier line. It's kind of I've always been a little bit heavier on pretty much everything. You know, here in Texas, I fish a lot of cover, heavy cover all the time. So I'm usually a little heavier on my pound tests than the next guy. Um, like like drop shotting, for instance, I drop shot with ten pound sniper. And I don't really ever go any lower than that. No, nah, ten, 10 pounds about the lowest I throw on anything. I don't want to break a fish off. But I mean, they, everything's bigger in Texas, is what they say. So I guess it makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was about to hit us with that, Ryan. That's I, what I thought he was gonna... like, I, I was like, man, he teed that shit up perfect and then just left it sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went in and I fished uh, like an afternoon uh, weeknight dogfight, the working man's tournament or whatever. It was on Grapevine. And I asked Matt Scotch, I was like, you bring me a rod and reel. He's like, yeah, what do you need? I said, bring me a spinning combo, dude. I'm just going to throw Ned the whole time. So he brings me straight brain. No leader, no nothing. And I was like, dude, I'm finesse fishing. He's like, you finesse fishing with straight braid? And I was like, can I get a marker to color the line or something? He's like, no. This is oh, it. Clear-ass water. Here's some green braid. Get out there and do it, man. Oh, Did, man. Didn't, didn't you I, win, I, though? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, there's a question here from Andy for you, uh, Jacob. Uh, Andy is from over in the southeast. He says, does Texas have as diverse a set of fisheries as basically the southeast with, you know, highland lakes, grass, you know, river systems? Is it as diverse there as it is in the rest of the southeast over there? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can find every bit of, of that in the text here. Um, for the exception, you know, we, we don't have any – tidal influenced bass fishing waters um we don't we don't have um river systems like the tva you know that have a have a lot of current pulling that have the characteristics like that but as far as you know highland reservoirs that are deep and clear and rocky where you're you know fishing you know that style you can run down 30 minutes 
down the road and, and find, you know, a lake that's, that's full of grass, you know, you can find plenty of lakes in Texas with, you know, where you can, you can live on the water. So there's tons of dock fishing, tons and tons of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've got tons of grass fisheries, so you, you can really, you can, you don't even have to go all over the state to, to find that versatility either. You know, you can, you can stay, you know, in one general area and usually find different stock, you know, different types of lakes. We went to, I think it was a Mon Carter. Does that sound right? Uh, it's like uh, timber, just standing timber, like forever, like a mm -hmm. huge standing timber reservoir. That was, that's probably one of my favorite places that I've, you know, as far as traveling, being on the road for work goes, like that was, right. that was a cool spot to fish. I mean, it's similar to Seminole. It's like, you know, deeper water, but just standing timber everywhere. And we fished Grapevine the day before, which was, you know, deep, clear. Right. Favorite lake, but <laughs> Mon Carter was definitely pretty awesome. I like that one. Right on, right on. Yeah, I grew up fishing uh, really parts of the Guadalupe and, and parts of the Colorado uh, when I was a really little kid. Um, I was fortunate to have extended family members that owned lake houses on those, on those, well, lake houses on those, on those rivers, really. Um, and uh, so I got to play around with that growing up and um, it's really cool because you can you can fish sections of those rivers where they're the natural river and then you can fish the reservoir areas you know and you, you I mean you can get you can have such diversity just within just within that you know just you know coming out of Canyon Lake you, you got I'm from Canyon Lake and and lived right here by it and and uh, you know it's it's such a highland reservoir to the t and you come out of canyon lake and you know from there down you can it's back to river fishing you know and now you're dealing with it's not current that they have like on the tva where you have locks and systems and all that you know that's a whole nother animal but you still do have current you learn how to fish you know fish around this current and and uh so Canyon has, and, and the Guadalupe have really taught me a lot and, and shown me, you know, kind of, you know, different extremes, so to speak, with Canyon being real clear and, and deep. And then, you know, the rest of the Guad being back to normal, you know, dirty water and, uh, you know, fishing like that. And then, you know, we've got a lot of power plant lakes here in central Texas that, you know, have a lot of hydrilla and and grass and and uh now we've got we've got a lot of lakes that are they're, they're letting the grass grow in them around here i, I won't say any right now but <laughs> but uh it's it's definitely definitely on the come up with them and i think texas parks and wildlife's gotten you know really good about which types of grass to spray and i think now they're starting to kind of leave the hydrilla alone uh more so and and, and we're uh we're really happy for that so What's your favorite? Would you rather fish reservoirs or move in water personally? Man. So if I'm fishing in a tournament, if I'm fishing in a, like a one or two day, five fish limit tournament, I'll fish a reservoir. I'll, really? I'll fish a reservoir. Oh yeah, absolutely. The river can be so, it can change so fast and, and it can, 
I feel like river fish can get can get pressured quick. They're smart. They, I mean, they can, but river fish have to eat. I feel like river fish are dumb in the fact that when a bait blows by them, like nine times out of ten, they're going to take a swipe at it because that might be the only thing that blows by them all day. So I agree. I feel like they're easier to to get on, but like you know, we just fished the TOC up in Knoxville, and I think I don't know probably nine out of the top 10 were on the river. Right. You know, those fish are more aggressive, but you may have to cover 15 miles of river to get five bites. But if you get five bites, they're usually, they're five good fish. You know, they're they're those big aggressive fish that make their life, you know, killing whatever comes by. I agree a hundred percent. If, 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 uh, I could, you know, guarantee that, um, that uh that that i that i could be around aggressive fish that i could find aggressive fish if i could if i could guarantee that if if i could guarantee that i didn't have a lot of um how do i say human influence situation i'm gonna go river it all day every day for the rest of my life um (laughs) but uh if if i need to catch if i need to catch five in eight hours and I'm in Texas and I, and we have a good sized tournament, you know, we have a hundred people. I'm going to fish just about, yeah, I'm going to fish a reservoir yeah. just because it gives me confidence. I have a lot of confidence on a reservoir. Um, and no matter the type, I, I don't mind, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Highland or Lowland or, or what. Um, I just, I like, like that layout better. For that, who's your Texas um, club? Which club? But yeah, I, I agree. I agree with. The what's what's your set? Um, yeah. cats. Cats is who who all. You're not like North Texas. I'm sorry. Texas, none of that. You don't have a any kind of tattoo or anything. So in, in no 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 branding or anything <laughs> on me, but but I did declare I, I do fish for the South in the Throwdown. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I was born in San Antonio and I live around. San Antonio, New Braunfels, Canyon Lake, all my life. So, so I, I, I fish for the South. I got you. I like, but, but cats, the, the, the cats trail is, is more central Texas based. And that's, that's the main trail that I, that I do fish. Um, I fished a a few Southeast Texas events over the last few years and a few CASA, which is uh, kayak anglers of San Antonio. I fished some of their events as well. And then um, throughout this year, I've actually I've got into those KBF monthlies, and I've had a ball doing that. I um I, I've got to tribute a lot of this year. I, I put a lot of time on the water, and I normally do. A lot of the guys that know me know how I love to. I have a job that allows me to be on the water kind of when I want. Um, and uh, time on the water is just it's it's so valuable, and um having an having an excuse to go fish all the time in those monthlies does does a lot for you as an angler you know, because it, it it puts you on the water a lot you know and um not in and i love those monthlies because you can go you can fish differently mentally and i think when you can fish differently mentally like that you learn more you you become you you become more well-rounded you know you 
you learn how to fish all day for one fish because it's all you need, you know, depending on if you have time, you know, you can, you can fish multiple days in that, you know, like a KBF monthly is like 21 days, you know, so you can just go big fish hunting. And when you do that for, you know, a long period of time, you can learn a lot that you normally may not would have gone and done that, you know? So I, I really enjoy that. Um, and that, and that kind of made me, it made me think about it a second ago. If you, if it's a monthly tournament, yeah, I'll go fish the river, you know, um, because I'm fishing for one. And if you have uh, a big fish tank, you can just go get them out and take a picture <laughs> real quick and you're done with the monthly. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Right. Jacob, Jacob, are you familiar with Conrad Benetti? <laughs> no, you're not. I have no idea. He is that. the person that all online people strive to, to <laughs> imitate. Uh, he lives down in South Florida. I'm, I'm just messing around. Conrad's a, a famed member of the KBN group page in a, in an online. He's dominant. Like Kim Kardashian. He's like the Kim Kardashian of online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does not mind to make a spectacle of himself on the internet. God bless him. No, he's quite the follow. Go give him a follow. He'll, you'll, you'll enjoy that. I'll have to do that. Yeah, I like yeah, Conrad. I like Conrad. We're going to fish together. We're fishing together next year. Fellsmere, if there's any fish left, we may have to go beat up his little honey hole down in the glades. But uh, do you know Don Brazos? Do you know him personally? Are you too close? No, I, I don't think I do. He's a Texas celebrity. You also need to look him up and give him a really? follow. Well, Don Brazos. Is he yeah. still is he still online anywhere, Ryan? Yeah, I don't know. He thought <laughs> Matt Scotch had a fish. Oh, that, okay. That tells you. <laughs> I got into a drunken exchange with him via DM one time. He's uh, he was the drunk, not me. He's but. a trip, man. <laughs> like Don is like, he's a, he's he's out there. Clifton yeah. Clifton loves Don, so that ought to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Don out of this. Dan says, bless his heart. Oh, Matt says. Brazos is a goner. I don't know what that means. I don't know if something got him or he moved on to some greener pastures in a different state. Katie, Katie might have shot him with those zebra missiles she was talking about. Yeah, I don't know. There's, oh, been, some, know. there's, been, there's been some stuff happening in the comments. It's, it's wild in Texas, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, Jacob, what you know about uh, Lake Louisville, man? I, I'm sure you saw they announced that for the classic location coming up this, this spring. A lot of Texas folks were none too thrilled. What do you think about it? So I, I haven't been to Louisville. Um, and are, which, um, which trail are you referring to? Because uh, the Bassmaster classic. Bassmaster oh, classic. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. It's coming up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. No, nah, you're good, and, man. So, um, I have no knowledge of, of the fishery at all. Um, it's, uh, not one that I've, I've really looked into, um, haven't ever had to fish it. And so hadn't really hadn't learned. And I, gosh, I feel so, I, I feel so behind right now with, with, uh, with, with that particular question. Well, that's all right, man. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's Louisville. That's all you got. I mean, if you hadn't been on it, you hadn't heard of it, then you're doing all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> You'll be fine. Can I borrow one of those glide baits? That's probably what I'm going to do for uh, two or three days down there, mostly. Absolutely. 
That's Perfect. what I've got plenty. <laughs> Chris Delgado is talking about Jacob is a true Texas champ. I'm assuming you know Chris. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Chris Morales said nobody fishes Louisville for fun. All right. <laughs> Katie, there's no reason no one knows Louisville. Oh, God. I think Katie like Lu- Scotch. Here goes Scotch again. Louisville's fire. Yeah. Hey, listen, Scotch said he's going to win the damn thing. So, I'm my day two plan, I've told Scotch this, I'm just going to follow him. That is my plan on day two. Whatever, whatever ramp he's launching at, I'm planning strategically to launch there on day two. Not because he's winning, just because I think I'll like the area. Yeah, put a put a tile in his kayak at the captain's meeting, and you can follow him around. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you guys Lewis watching? Field, they just, did they just have a bass open on Louisville? Yeah, they did. Uh, the the okay. entire top ten, nobody in the top ten had a limit yeah. all three days. Okay, and now it's all coming together. It's all right because I follow Scott Martin. Damn. And I, I I watched a lot of his just his his coverage, you know, that he did himself, and that looked pretty pretty grueling. The I think Scott. Had, I think he had one. I think he had one keeper. One yeah. keeper over two days. Scott. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and that's that's why I I don't know. I mean, I, I it's why it's like I've already been. I've already known that they're having the classic there, but. I keep forgetting because it's just not a lake that stands out <laughs> to me that I would think they would have it there. You know, that kind of hurts my feelings. Like, you know, <laughs> when they're like, we're going to put these kayaks out there on, <laughs> on Louisville. Like you got so many great bodies of water in Texas and we've got a full day to travel to get back to the awards and stuff. Like, you know, throw us on a good lake, man. Let us go have a Absolutely. good time. Yes. Even totally even around DFW, it sounds like there's a lot of other choices, but it, it's oh, going to yeah. be all right. It's going to be all right. We're going to all, you know, if it goes south and the weather comes in, we'll just go over to the Bacchus house. They live close to Louisville. I'm Katie and Ryan will have us. I mean, I'm not going to make any excuses if I catch fish or not, but but I'm going to have a good time. I promise you that. Yeah, there you go. Time. That's what it's about at the end of the day. We still don't know if there's going to be a, an expo that week, but regardless, we'll make it a good week. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, there will be an exhibition somewhere. It might be after <laughs> Yeah, <It will. laughs> may not be bass affiliated. But. No, it will not be. <laughs> this will be completely independent of any sanctioning body. I promise. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, so, Jacob, did you say twenty twenty one? You're thinking about getting out, getting out of the borders, doing a little traveling next year. What do you What do you eyeballing the the Hobie absolutely. series, the bass series? Definitely the Hobie series. Um, I. Uh, I want to go with, you know, who, who I represent, you know, first I, I am on the Hobie fishing team and I've represented them for Austin canoe and kayak, uh, since 2017. And, and so, um, I've definitely been, been eyeing, you know, the, the Hobie series. Um, and then especially, you know, fishing the trail, fishing multiple events, um, you know, three or four, I don't know if, if uh, AJ's, has he let it out yet on yet. how many um the i'm gonna tr- the goal is to uh you know try to play that aoy game and uh you know and, and make it you know to toc um as far as events um i've got to look at it a little a little closer 
just with uh you know with overlap with other trail events that we have here um i've really committed to the cats trail as well as the tkc um and uh from there i think uh definitely rayburn for sure um and then i think i want to say broken bow is is good to go um i know pickwick's toward the end i think that's going to be one There's um, one in uh, I, I don't recommend going to arkansas come on now <laughs> but jeff, yeah. jeff likes arkansas so that might be close for you dardanelle's which, a good leg which uh, yeah that's dardanelle one of them one of them overlaps with the, one of the TKC events. And so I'm going to just, I'm going to try to strategize it so that I can do all those trails or do those events here in Texas, those grassroots events that are in Texas, and then try to balance it to where I, you know, try not to travel. You know, I mean, I'd love to go to Champlain. I just, I don't know if I'll be able to swing it you know, and so I'll tr just try to strategically go to the closest ones that I'm, I'm able to do. Seminole, Seminole is going to be a good one. That's a pretty good clip from you too, but Seminole and Watts bar, both of yep. those have, they have huge, huge potential, you know, as far as like the early in the year tournaments, those two, right. I would definitely, if you got the time or the, you know, the miles on the, on the gas card, I would definitely put those two at the top of the list. They have, have some big bag potential for sure. Right on. Now that you say that, Watts Bar was the one of the ones I had picked. Excuse me, picked out on the list for sure. Watts Bar is the. It's kind of the new like the new Chickamauga. It's right. It's the next lake up from Chickamauga. It's had right. Florida train in it for I think eight nine years now. You know the largemouth yeah. are starting to get huge. I think they caught like an eight nine smallmouth in a tournament wow. last year. There's wow. some freaking giant fish in there goodness that's a giant smallmouth yeah it is aren't you guys saying over there that's going to be the next tennessee river hot spot yep, yep for sure cool. it'll i would say in the next three years that'll overtake chickamauga really yep it's got and a lot they, of grass on it got a big fish and those lakes are, are those rivers slash lakes aren't infiltrated with the the carp are they knock on wood i'll check man Right. I think all the Alabama, the Alabama inbred folks, they'll keep those cleaned out of the river before they get up to us. They'll, they're making sandwiches left and right down there. Saying them out, <laughs> carp po'boys. Po Jesse Halverson's got to gill that out, just freaking loading that orange Chevy down. He's ready. <laughs> call that the chicken of Alabama? Is that what we call it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, I did want to mention uh, – I do want to do any of the events that that BASS uh, holds in Texas in 2021. <coughs> I've, well, I've, I've I heard participation is key. You know, like I think the more numbers that show up, the more bass is going to invest into into the kayak part. And I want them to see the kayak part as a big player, as a big marketing opportunity. So hopefully, you know, they'll they'll push it more and priority wise schedule come out faster you know we'll get better lakes for the classic like i hope people you know continue to support it and stick with it i think that that's going to be a driving factor in it well, i'm hoping we'll get that schedule soon 
Christmas is coming. We need that thing before Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I would like to have it, you know, two months before the event happens. That would be yeah. be awesome. Maybe a pay scale yeah. a few weeks beforehand, too. That'd be hey, nice. We'll hey, see. Okay. Oh. Pay scale's the week of. You know better. Yeah, that's true. Jeff. Based on participation. <laughs> These Texas folks are having fun in the comments. I like it. It's made for an interesting read over there. I was excited for a big Texas turnout. There, we got some some wild folks in Texas. I'm 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 glad we got a Texas boy on here. Yeah, and uh, and let hey, look at that ninja slid into the comments. Good to see oh, you there, Jason. Shirt on or shirt off? What's the I don't know. either? I'll take either way. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, man. Ninja, you got your shirt on? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Drop a pic in the comments. I don't know if we'll let you. Oh no, no, Joe. No. Yeah, Katie's right. He said they'll be shooting them from the, shooting themselves in the foot if they wait too long. People trying to make plans, you know what I mean? Don't it's, shoot uh, the food. I don't shoot care the what food. you do. Shoot the food. It's not worth it. Yeah. Jason, he's old. He fell asleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel that, brother. I feel that. If you guys have any together, didn't you? Didn't you and Jason weren't y'all in the same graduating class? Who? Me? Me and Jason? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think I'm older than him. <laughs> We've been, we've been knowing each other a while. We've been knowing each other a while. Uh, we, we hung out down at the uh, original TOC back in the Bo Reed days. The Texas folks know that name. Uh, Jake got the shirt on. He said, I want to meet Bo Reed. I've heard so many Bo Reed stories. And I've heard, you know, minimum, minimum, minimum give a damn. So he'll bust you in the mouth real quick and not even check up. And I like old, Bo, old Bo's a good old boy, man. I've known him for a long time as well. I don't know like what happened Bo to him. I cool seen him. hadn't seen him in a while, but uh, good old boy. Yeah, he's a straight-up guy. I, I like both. Class of 89. Jason is older than me. Let's go. Whoa. I was three years old, Jason. Oh, my God. Gosh. Same here. <laughs> Clifton Allen said he's going to fight both the ever season. Listen, twin – no, not – what, tight ends. I was going to say Twin Peaks. I was thinking my neck of the end. We're going to tight ends. You meet Bo, square up, in the parking lot. We'll do a special live with bad reception and try to make it happen. <laughs> We'll comment. We'll commentate like Snoop did the other night with Nate Robinson, and Jake Paul. <laughs> who's gonna be? Who's gonna be Nate Robinson? Is it gonna be Bo Reed or Clifton Allen? Well, Bo is shorter than Clifton for sure. So I guess. <laughs> Think he's got that reach? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Ryan talking about he was old. All you, all you young folks, just leave it alone. Damn. Uh, hey, while we got all the Texas folks in here, I wanna, I wanna make sure we debut this song. I got it queued up. You got it. You got it. I got it queued up. So everyone that's watching, Jacob, be patient with us for about a minute here. I got a little special right. world debut. Let's see if we can get it going here. From Addison Johnson, yeah. my boy in Nashville. He's our he fishes tournaments with us. He's our he's our country country singer in the tournament scene out here. He hit yeah. me with a little surprise this afternoon. Yeah. So y'all enjoy. Enjoy this. Hell of a man catching fish by the dozen, drinking beer out of cans. Shouldn't never die bar down till two. He don't get to the ramp till nine or ten with bloodshot eyes and a shitty grin. But he'll catch a hundred inches as sure as the sky is blue. 
How about that? <laughs> oh, I sent that to my mama, and she said, that's you. Yeah. That, that, Jacob, once you start traveling around and, and win a big tournament like Ryan did a couple weeks ago, we got you, we got you covered. Addison Johnson will write a Hell song yeah. about you. All right. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> Oh, oh Addison, Addison's in the comments, man. That was awesome, Addison. Make sure you guys go check out Addison on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, anywhere you can find his stuff and download it. Uh, awesome he's kayak angler. and has got a singer. bunch of badass songs out. Brandon Barton's used a couple in his, in his TikTok vids. Uh, Roland Stolen's a really good one, and uh, Cumberland River. He's got uh, he's got a couple really really good ones out. Is that is that Roland Stolen about your gear or no? <laughs> I think uh, I think he wrote that prior to all my shit getting stolen. To be honest with you. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun though. That, that was cool. Uh, you said he may write a little, add a little more onto it. No, Addison. That was just verse one, son. Oh. Like, when, you, when you see me coming on at the classic, they're gonna play the whole thing. So get ready. I don't know what Louisville's got, but I'm gonna have to get on stage and so right. get that theme song one time. If we if we had some money, we'd pay him to write an intro to this whole thing. That'd be cool. He'll do DJ. Listen, DJ said he's about to get in the booth. I want to hear. I want to hear what DJ comes with. DJ, you're in charge of the KBN entry song. All get right. It. We'll get DJ. Maybe we get DJ and Addison to collaborate. Can you imagine? God, that'd be like Nelly and Tim McGraw. Yeah, that'd be all right. Let's do it over and over again. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that'd be legit. Oh man. Oh, DJ said he got to scrap his song now. No, you got to bring them together. No, mix don't them up. scrap it, DJ. Come on. Mix them up. Uh, Jacob, it's been a fun interview, man. We appreciate you taking the time to come on here with us. Uh, long Absolutely. overdue after winning that tournament, man. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me. It's, it's a pleasure. I love talking about this stuff. Um, like I said, I got bit. I got bit real bad. Um. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it until the wheels fall off. I don't know if you guys saw that comment there. Ashley K said, "I can never stay with Ryan at a tournament." That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> Cam said, "That's a really funny song, but it's also really sad." <laughs> That's what Cam said about it. Yeah. She's oh wrong. God, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Before we get out of here, Jacob, you want to give a shout out to anybody? Any any sponsors, partners, anything you want to shout out? Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't be here without Austin Canoe and Kayak. I mean, they have been, they've been behind me and, and given me, you know, just a, a, a lot of, a uh, lot of knowledge, a lot of, a lot of support. Um, and um, so I, I definitely Austin Canoe and Kayak, um, Hobie Kayaks. Uh, I don't think there's a better manufacturer of kayaks for what I do. Um, for, you know, fishing for, for largemouth, uh, here in, in, in the United States, in Texas. Um, and, uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, it's, um, gear wise, I mean, I, 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 Dobbins rods, Lawrence electronics, uh, Shimano reels and Sunline. Uh, that's probably the, the main, the main the main stuff right there. I got you, um, man. What are your goals? What are your goals for 2021? If you had to, if you had to kind of cherry pick what, what you want to accomplish, what are, what are your top three? Um, realistically, 
uh, be competitive on that national level. Um, gosh, win win a national event. Um, AOI, you know, I, I've I've been after AOI. That's that's my that's what I love to win uh, or, or compete to win uh, for. So I AOI and in cats in the TKC and in Hobie, um, you know, it, it, any an AOI win in any of those trails is, is a huge victory. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say that's that's the main goal. You know, um, you know, be competitive on the national level, and uh, you know, anything else after that on that playing field is is a is a bonus. Um, so yeah, just experience get out out in national level experience getting out and uh seeing how good i can do um i'd say that's that's probably realistic um for 2021 i look forward to seeing you out there man yeah man if the, if the, if the other folks that get out and travel around are any any indication you're going to be uh doing just fine as you as you travel around i hope to see both of y'all at the toc jeff hey i'm telling you i know i said it last year but uh, this year, you know, I, I don't know what Bass is going to do with their schedule, but I'm, I'm front-loading mine with the BOS events because I, I want to make that happen. So You got to. Absolutely. You got to do Likewise. Make, making that TOC, is, that's, that's another goal for sure. I'm telling you, the tournament aside, no matter how that goes or where it is, just the experience of the show they put on, how they treat people, it's, it's worth all your money that you put into it all year. I guarantee it. That's really cool. I, I heard um, – Lambert say that I listened to that podcast earlier today and I heard him say that. And I've, I've heard everybody say that. I mean, even, even the conversations I've, I've had with Sanderson, I mean, that's, that's literally what they're all saying, you know, it's that's, not, that's, that's, that's how not, it I mean, it's roll out the red carpet. Just, it's awesome. That's legit. That's legit. And that, I, I really want to be a part of that, especially being that I'm, I'm tied so closely with Hobie. Um, I, I really want to be, I want to be on that that level with everybody else. I really do. Yeah, good stuff, man. It's uh, nice to have those kind of goals to chase nationally. Nationally, so look forward to twenty one, man. We're gonna we're gonna get out there and do it. I look forward to meeting you down at Rayburn, or maybe broken. If you'll be at Broken Ball, I'll be there for sure. So I'll meet you there, awesome. Jacob. That'll be fun. Awesome, man. Absolutely. All the ones that I can do, if I can, if I can, you know, set it up so that it it, it doesn't overlap and and I can afford it, I'll be there. All right, Ryan. You got anything else for us, man? I'm glad we finally got the connection. Yeah, out. my bad. I don't know. I'm going to scrap it. I'll probably do my next five from my hotel room anyway. So, Cool. Scrub, <laughs> scrubs and boots for the next one. Yep, you got scrubs it. Scrubs and boots. All right, well, we'll see you all next week. We'll wrap this thing up. We're out of here. Appreciate you all. All right, see Thank you guys. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good night.